The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Kelly Hill knows that when we eat well, we live well. When we live well, we have rich, vibrant lives. By focusing our eating on properly prepared, nutrient-dense whole foods, Kelly Hill teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Now here's your host, Kelly Hill. Welcome to Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. I'm a real foods weight loss expert. In short, that means I teach people how to lose weight, have more energy, and improve their health using only real foods. Usually no boxes, no cans, and no supplements. But I'm no chef. Truthfully, I don't really even like cooking, but don't get me wrong, I like good food and I want healthy options, so I cook. But I follow a lot of other people's suggestions, primarily chefs, but there's a lot of great at-home cooks too, and that's what I do when I'm cooking at home because I want fast, easy, healthy, and tasty. Oh, and it also has to be kid-friendly. And then there's also times when I need it to be super presentable for parties and guests, I know very high demands in my world, and I don't have a huge passion for the cooking part. Okay, I never lie about that part, and people always ask then, who do I follow? It used to be that I had special go-to people for each needs, and you can listen back uh, to the episode, I think it was November 25th, 2013, and I had a few of those fa- of my favorite ladies on, but my life has actually become a lot easier when I found one chef who covered almost every dietary need. She has simple and, and at least fa- at the same time, these fancy options, all, or at least maybe fancy looking options. Some of them are simple, but they just look fancy. I mean, they're, and they're all so good. Basically, my life was completely changed by Ariane Resnick. So, of course, I had to introduce you to her. So, Ariane is a special diet private chef and certified nutritionist nutritionist who utilizes only organic whole food ingredients so you know that's why I love her and then you know she's fed everyone from Paul McCartney to Jay-Z she's has shifted her focus though away from just cooking for clients and now she's training both home cooks and professional chefs on the art of creating healthful food so that is so tasty that no one misses out on what they have in their dietary restrictions. She can accommodate any diet, no matter how many restrictions it entails. A holistically healed survivor of both late-stage Lyme disease and chemical poisoning herself, Ariane believes firmly in the power of natural modalities, including food, to optimize health and wellness. She's been on Food Network's Chopped and featured in magazines including InStyle and Men's Fitness. She's everywhere. And I'm so honored to have Chef Ariane joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. My pleasure. Wonderful to meet you. Oh, this is fabulous. So let's start with your passion for using real food. Uh, did this begin because of the Lyme disease or the chemical poisoning, or has this always been your passion? Um, it is how I grew up. 
I grew up in a very holistic home with a mom who basically made everything down to buying wheat berries, which she ground into flour to make bread. Um, she ran a co-op out of our basement throughout my childhood in Massachusetts, and I just grew up knowing that as food. I didn't know packaged food as food, and it was something that I had out of the house on occasion at friends' houses, but it was never the norm, and it was never what I knew as what you eat on a day-to-day basis. So healthful cooking and whole food cooking was really just in my genes as well as my upbringing. So in going through my illnesses, I very thankfully already had that as a foundation and already ate pretty impeccably well. There were things that I had to change because of the food intolerances that I acquired while sick because things like Lyme disease really tend to lead to IBS and candida and all sorts of fun things like that. But for the most part, my focus has steadily stayed the same throughout life of really just eating, like you said, no cans, no boxes, food. And that's what I cook for people. And and so did you... Were, did you heal yourself primarily using these foods and figuring out your, your inflammatory items and, and removing them? I mean, how, how, what was that process like? Um, it was fairly complex for both because you need a lot of different things. Food was most definitely a part, and some specific foods I ate, like avocados, while dealing with the brain damage from carbon monoxide poisoning were most definitely incredibly helpful, just like green vegetables were incredibly good for detox while handling Lyme disease. Um, I did use a pretty wide range of natural modalities for each illness, which is common, especially with something like Lyme disease that kind of has to be hit from a lot of different angles. And I do a lot of now nutrition and wellness counseling. And when people come to me and say, you know, I've tried X, Y, Z, it's my job to say, let's try A, B, and C. Because a lot of times, you know, the be-all, end-all in Western culture is antibiotics. And we're taught it just takes them and you're done. And unfortunately, that's usually not the case. And very fortunately, it was not a route that I ever took for the uh, the illnesses I had. And antibiotics are the common prescription long-term for Lyme disease. So when you're going a different route, you tend to need to do a few things at once. That is amazing. And and you're right. It, it I think way back when we did a show talking about that, it's, it's all about balance. And if you forget any one of the legs of that on a stool, the stool falls over. It's the same way if you're not taking care of your body completely and holistically. Exactly. And a lot of it had really, for me, some very large spiritual aspects and lessons to be learned that were the pivotal points where I had already really done the bulk of the killing of the illness for Lyme disease, but I hadn't learned anything yet. And it took my having that emotional shift of, oh, this is supposed to make me grateful. I'm going to appreciate not being in pain constantly before I was able to get well. So every everything in life is a lesson. And we, as long as you come at it from that perspective and you honor the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual aspects of things, it really goes a lot more smoothly. It does. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing how Chef Ariane Resnick holistically healed herself using basically a, a great array of modalities, including whole food. Find more information at Ariane Cooks, and it's A-R-I-A-N-E, cooks.com. Don't forget to 
this month to enter an amazing give it, giveaway, which is actually a daily giveaway, giveaway, can't even talk today, which isn't homemade, but it is gluten-free and nut-free, and it's sunflower buttercups from Sun Cups. You can find more information at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click on the giveaway on the right-hand side. So, Ariane, now you have cooked for some really well-known celebrities, but now you're, you're providing these talents to home cooks. So what made you decide to switch your focus? You know, um, it was not any sort of conscious decision in the same way that I never decided to cook for famous people. I have very <laughs> much prospered in life by being open. I've had broad long-term goals for myself, but never specifically for my career. And I have always just remained very open to whatever opportunities presented themselves. Um, I never at all set out to be a celebrity chef. I simply got a call from a chef service I was part of one day saying, hey, I want to cook for Gwyneth Paltrow for the day, which turned into weeks, which turned into a summer in the Hamptons last year. So that is all really wonderful and the assortment of people I've cooked for have been incredible opportunities in terms of, you know, acquiring a name for myself. But my passion in life is much more to empower people through food than to simply feed them, although I do very much enjoy feeding people. Um, so for both private chefs and for home cooks, whenever now I get a request to cook for people, the first thing I offer them is, how about we spend a day or two teaching you to do this instead? And it's kind of selfish because it just makes me feel better that I leave someone capable themselves and not dependent upon a professional. And with training private chefs, usually they are chefs for people who are famous or not and have made changes to their diet that their chef just doesn't know where to begin. And they have cookbooks and they have ideas, but they don't really have experience using, you know, something other than French Culinary Institute techniques. And that's where I come in and really show them much easier things than they were trying to prepare on their own to satisfy their their clients' new requirements and ways of making it look better, taste better, and be easier on the system than the complex sort of restaurant chef way of viewing things. So now whenever I have the opportunity to cook for someone, that's just the first thing I offer them is let me show you instead of just providing you with the service. Well, I know many busy women and some smart men too are listening and they're excited to hear your tips. So let's get to them. Uh, you sent me a little list. I, you know, I mm-hmm. never, I try never to lie to to the listeners, and uh, you know, and that's what I'm going to work from. And the very <laughs> first item you wrote on here states that the freezer is your friend. So what are you talking about? <laughs> I am talking about making extra of whatever you make, so that in the future, when you don't want to cook, you've got food. And it's something that we don't really ever think to do. We think of frozen food as things that come prepackaged from the freezer of a grocery store and we put them in our freezer until we're desperate one night and heat something up that isn't going to be flavorful or satisfying. But for some reason, the average person doesn't think when they're making something, especially something labor intensive like lasagna, I could just make two and put it in the freezer instead. And then one busy night, I've got dinner. And there are so many things that freeze well. And what you lose in 
terms of the freezer is so minimal compared to prepackaged foods or canned foods because you're making it out of fresh ingredients that are going to get cooked. If you're talking raw food, it would be a different story because you are changing the molecular composition by freezing it. But for the most part, when we're talking dinner, we're cooking our food. So simply the act of making an extra batch, whether it's a full-size extra batch or a small extra batch, and factoring that into your you know, weekly groceries for about a month or so, and if you're making, say, five, six meals in a week, just doing that extra work for one to two meals, at the end of the month, you have an entire week's worth of food that you can yep. take off without having to do anything except for heat. And the nice thing is freezers, I mean, I, I'm sure I probably have stuff in my freezer longer than it should, but I mean, it really can last quite a while. Oh, yeah. The only issue you run into is freezer burn, and literally that's after like three to six months. And I'm certainly not advocating that you freeze everything for a rainy day in 2027. It's much more a, oh, a month later kind of thing. Right. Or you do like my mom did. She just always called those flavor crystals. Yes. And depending on, you know, what you're going to be baking, provided you take, you know, the foil or whatever you've wrapped it in back off and you put it in the oven, things will crisp back up because that little bit of ice on top will evaporate. Yeah, that's, I, we, we, we always, it took me years to find out that that wasn't supposed to be there. My mom, <laughs> everything she cooked had that down there. Oh, well. we're, we're learning all about easy make-ahead cooking tips with the help of Chef Ariane Resnick. You can get more information at Ariane Cooks, that's A-R-I-A-N-E cooks.com. On the website, you're going to find great articles, special healing foods information, and some of the best recipes you'll ever make. All this information is at ariancooks.com. Remember to enter to win this month's daily giveaway. Just click the giveaway link on the website, therightnutritionplan.com. Feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Facebook at The Right Plan or email me at eatwelltolivewell at The Right Plan. Don't forget to grab a seat in my new free webinar, Three Massive Mistakes Even Smart Moms Make That Keep Them Overweight, Exhausted, and Worried Their Pants Don't Fit and how to avoid those mistakes. It's all at therightnutritionplan.com. We'll be right back to continue this discussion about using real foods with Chef Arian Resnick. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today. TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. That's TheRightNutritionPlan.com slash webinar. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the Vibrant You. 
Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the Vibrant New You Retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat to reserve your seat today. Cleanse and detoxify your body. 28 Days to Better Health. Using nutrient-dense whole foods is the hot new book written by Kelly Hill. We're inundated daily with toxic compounds in our food, water, air, even our own metabolic process. In this new book, Kelly leads us on that 28-day journey to better health using real, natural food. Experience with over 60 recipes to choose from. This is a cleanse that won't leave you bored. And while your taste buds are happy, you'll benefit from increased energy levels, an improved digestive system, a decrease in food sensitivities and cravings, minimizing aches, pains, and allergies. Begin your 28-day journey to better health and nutrition today by ordering your copy of Cleanse and Detoxify Your Body at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Rightplannutrition.com slash book. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. If you have a question for Kelly, you can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now let's get back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today we've been talking about easy make-ahead cooking tips with the help of Chef Arian Resnick. Visit ariancooks.com, that's A-R-I-A-N-E, cooks.com to learn more about her services, cooking instruction, health, great recipes, and so much more. You can keep up to date with what's going on by following her on Facebook at Chef Arian Resnick or on Twitter at Arian Resnick. So we started the first big tip, load up your freezer as you're cooking. I love that one. I tell, tell people that all the time. Uh, the next item you wrote down here says, and I, I half state, it says states half baked. Now I'm assuming you aren't referencing to me. So what are you talking <laughs> about half baking? Um, so the number one complaint that people typically have about leftovers is that they're overcooked. And the easiest possible way you can mitigate that is when you feel inspired or you feel like you know it's necessary that you make a few dishes on usually a Saturday or a Sunday so that you have less to do during the week. Um, rather than cooking everything all the way, you basically just hit the point of everything is done to a level of food safety, like your animal proteins are cooked through. But there is no need to bake something all the way or saute or whatever, whatever your cooking method is, something to full completion where it is, you know, golden and crispy and or brown and then go to eat it later because there's always going to be more cooking in the reheating process. So I always advocate that people cook things just to the point of food safety, where if you're going to store it for a couple of days, you don't want to be storing half-cooked meat. Um, 
or fish or anything like that. You want to make sure that it's fully cooked, but you don't want it to be at the level of cooked where you plan on eating it. That way, when you go to reheat something later, like you've made a casserole and it's obviously cooked through, but not golden, you put it in the fridge for two, three days, you heat it up in the oven, it's golden, it's bubbly, it's beautiful, it's perfect. Oh, that's great. So what if I want to, I'd say, well, let's stick with the casserole. So I make the casserole and I'm going to serve it tonight, but I want to save it and serve it again in, in two or three days. How do, how do I do both of those? Um, usually, because you wouldn't, if you're going to serve it tonight, you're probably only going to have half of it left over anyway. Mm-hmm. So I would put that half in a Tupperware. Leave the, the remaining half that you're going to serve tonight in the oven for longer to get finished. And then... When you are ready in a few days for the leftovers, you simply put them in a baking dish. Or if your Tupperware was glass, you just put the Tupperware directly back in the oven. So really knowing, you know, this thing cooks for 45 minutes, but I know by looking at it, my meat is all cooked through after 30. You take it out of the oven, you give it a moment to cool, cut it in half, scoop out half, put away, let the rest finish. Makes sense. I don't know why I never thought of that. Hmm. People don't tend to. And that's why when people, you know, continually say to me, because they do a lot of, you know, how just Skype consults, how can I eat better? What can I do? What I can, can I do to make this easier on myself? So most of what we're discussing has pretty much come up with just my needing to find answers for people for how to empower themselves to eat better with less effort. It's, it's a beautiful thought. I just can't, I can't believe that never came to me. Well, obviously, I always recommend nutrient-dense whole foods, real food as close to its natural form or way nature intended it as possible. But people are always complaining about the time it takes to make foods. What's your suggestion for being able to, ha- to quickly have vegetables ready to go? Um, my first suggestion with that is to cut them when you get home from the grocery store. Pre-chop everything into whatever size you'd like it to be that week without even necessarily knowing what you're going to do with it. That way, when you have a chaotic, suddenly it's 5.30 evening and you don't know what to do, your fridge is as prepared for you as it can be. So I definitely recommend pre-cutting things. I often will recommend things like par-cooking vegetables beforehand, roasting, sautéing, steaming, whatever you like best. But again, not all the way through. Hmm. And so, okay, if you cut vegetables in advance, how do you store them so they don't get all slimy and gross in the refrigerator? So that depends on the vegetable. Something like carrots you want to keep or any um, root vegetable you want to store in water. And beets, carrots, sweet potatoes, anything like that, if you ever go to buy them pre-cut from the grocery store, you notice that they look kind of white and dried out. And if you ever buy those funny little baby carrots in water, they look fresh and fancy. So any root vegetable you want to store in water. And then anything like broccoli, cauliflower, that sort of thing, just doing it in single layers with um, paper towel in between the layers will prevent excess moisture and condensation from occurring, where if there is any excess moisture coming out of vegetables, it's just going to land in the paper towel and it will get damp instead of the vegetables becoming slimy. Well, I think the biggest one that I know in our house is always a problem are peppers. I mean, because I only, I, I don't pre-slice vegetables, I'll be honest, but uh, you all cut off half for you know, my lunch today and then not eat it tomorrow. And the third day I go and it's all slimy. 
Sure. Usually that's the result of keeping it in something um, soft plastic, like a plastic bag or plastic wrap. So you can help prevent that by slicing them, laying them out, kind of spread out in a Tupperware, paper towel, and another layer for as many layers as you have. And then that way, when you go to it, each you know slice of bell pepper has basically maintained its own integrity and looks basically the same as beforehand. Oh, that sounds fabulous. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing easy make-ahead cooking tips with Chef Ariane Resnick. Visit the website at ariannecooks.com for more information, great articles, recipes. There's some pictures on there that you will want to eat right then. So don't don't look if you're hungry. That could really throw you over the edge. You can also connect on Facebook at Chef Ariane Resnick or on Twitter at Ariane Resnick. If you missed any part of the show, download the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Remember to enter to win this month's great giveaway, which is actually a daily giveaway of nut-free, gluten-free treats that seriously taste just like I remember a Reese's peanut butter cup tasting. Daily winners, thanks to Sun Cups. Enter at therightnutritionplan.com. Okay, so we, we're going to chop these vegetables up. We're going to put them into water or single layers in uh, whatever Pyrex Tupperware type thing you use. What else besides raw can we use pre-cut vegetables for? Do you mean in terms of how to cook them? Yeah, well, I mean, so if I have, yeah, if we, if we have a ton of them, you know, we buy a big bunch of carrots and stuff and we cut them up and, and you said, you know, put them in, cut them the way that you're going to use them for the, the day now normally, or the week. Now, normally I have to be honest, I just usually munch on my veggies raw, but, um, I know that that's not everybody. So what else, if we're going to cut a bunch of these, what else can we do with them? Sure. So they're ideal for something like a stir fry. They are great if you have motivation later to chop them up a little smaller and throw them into some pasta or anything like that. And you can always just take them and roast them in a single layer in the, in the oven with some olive oil. And usually you'll be very surprised by how many different vegetables can get crispy roasted in the oven at about 375 degrees. Um, things like broccoli and cauliflower actually are incredibly Fabulous. delicious just roasted. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm going to just throw out, personally, I like them roasted with coconut oil a little bit better. And that's just, wonderful, too. It is all a matter of flavor preference. Yeah. If coconut oil, people just want to make sure that they're using one that is partially refined for high heat. Yes. So it doesn't yeah. burn. Yeah, that's, that's why I love it. It's, I, can, I can walk away and not pay quite as much attention to it. <laughs> yes. That's pro- there you go. I, I admit it in the beginning. I'm not much of a cook. I, I, you know, but I think it's so important. I want my family. Um, I'm not obviously as awesome as your mom. Uh, you know, we don't have a co-op in the, uh, in the basement, but you know, I want my kids to grow up and just think that this is normal food. Like you said, I mean, yeah. that I think that's probably the best thing you could ever say about a parent. Most definitely. I am incredibly grateful for my upbringing. And it was really just a couple of brief years as a teenager that I rebelled and, you know, went nuts on junk food. And then I went right back to my roots and have stayed there really for the last 20 years since. 
Well, and that's, I said what I remember a Reese's tasting like, because I didn't taste a Reese's till I was in college. And I thought, where has this been all my life? And then, of exactly. Course, you know. <laughs> we all have our moments. And then to me, the funnest yes. part was now learning how to recreate them. And obviously, with healthier food, the longer it's been since you've eaten that real exact thing, the more like it something is going to taste now, because you don't really replicate the flavor of artificial flavor and BHT and other preservatives with real food. But the further you are from those preservatives, the less you would want to. Yeah, it's easier. The longer you you eat well, the easier it becomes to to not ever go back. Most definitely. That's true. Uh, So now a dear friend of mine always suggests people eat their food naked. So no sauces, dips, etc. But truthfully, I just find that it's really so boring sad. after a while. I know. I, and I noticed that <laughs> many so of your women, I know, I know, I, I can do it occasionally. But then I know when people come to me and they're like, Kelly, I'm so sick of dieting because, you know, I have steamed broccoli and, and a oh, grilled God. piece of chicken. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't eat that either. No, <laughs> and what I no, love is so most sad. of yeah, um, it is. It is sad, but uh, you know, I know most of your recommendations have sauce. So yeah, can these I mean, still be healthy? Of course. Sauce in and of itself does not mean butter and flour and cream. It just means something that is thin enough to coat things. Um, when people ask me how to get kids to eat vegetables, my number one suggestion is always not just sauce, but focus on the sauce. What are dips. we having for I'm dinner? All about We're dips having for pesto. Kids. You know, that's, that's what kids want. And you have to think of the healthy food you're feeding them as simply a vehicle for what they're going to dip it in or put on it. And you make the focus that other thing. If you've made a great batch of marinara, that's what you're having for dinner. And there just so happens to be some chicken and broccoli underneath it. Sauce in and of itself most definitely can be incredibly healthful. So there's no need to only think of it in the classic sense of, you know, cream and butter, because really it can be made out of anything, depending on what people's tastes are. And it is the number one difference between people eating vegetables and not eating vegetables, in my experience. We've got to come back to this because this is so incredibly important for busy moms. We're learning about discussing uh, or easy make-ahead cooking tips with the help of Chef Arian Resnick. Learn more at ariancooks.com. That's A-R-I-A-N-E, cooks.com. I can't begin to explain all the information you'll find on the website. There's healing foods information, recipes, articles, and so much more. We'll continue getting more great information after the break. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Not only can you learn about new and fascinating nutritional products at therightnutritionplan.com, but you can win them too. Every month, The Right Plan features a nutritional or innovative product, like the ECO Lunchbox, pumpkin seed butter and pumpkin protein powder, fudge sauce from Wax Orchards, Zorba's handcrafted raw chocolates, coconut oil, and so much more. And every month, one lucky visitor will win the product to try themselves. It's easy to enter. Just visit therightnutritionplan.com slash giveaway. After you've entered the giveaway, check out some of Kelly's delicious recipes that not only will please your taste buds, but your waistline and health as well. At therightnutritionplan.com, you'll learn more about all the wonderful nutritious options that are available to you and your family. Remember... 
everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. RightNutritionPlan.com slash giveaway. Want energy all day? Ready to lose fat without feeling deprived? Tired of complicated weight loss programs? Wish there was a way to lose weight without processed and unnatural food? It's time to jumpstart your metabolism in a healthy way, the Kelly Hill way. This easy-to-follow two-week fat loss program has a 100% success rate to date. It creates and maintains overall health while reducing fat. You'll have more energy, think clearer, feel better, and have lost fat. All while following the two-week menu plan of simple recipes that use real, natural food and include healthy tips for every meal. The two-week fat loss program is a clear, easy-to-follow plan that will help anyone get back on the road to optimal health. Order the Right Plan Nutritional Counseling two-week fat loss program today at therightnutritionplan.com slash book. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. Have a question for Kelly? You can email her at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Joining us today is Chef Ariane Resnick. Visit the website, Ariane Cooks, for more information, including some of the best foods you'll ever eat, plus actually some fun things like poetry and herb store reviews and pictures of her cat. So find all sorts of fun stuff there, and you can connect with her on Facebook at Chef Ariane Resnick or on Twitter at Ariane Resnick. So I, I want to go back because we left off, uh, we had to take a quick break right as we're talking about sauces and dips. And I think this is so critical because uh, a large portion of the listener base are, are busy moms. And I hear the same thing all the time that you were just saying about, you know, I can't get my kids to eat vegetables. And I agree, dips are the answer. Sauces are the answer. Uh, but I want to go into that a little bit because I know that that's a piece where people, they get very flustered and are very afraid of the fat and calories in sauces. So talk to me about how you're, you suggest people use these uh, and, and, are, and can calm themselves about the fact that, that fat is not the devil that we've been led to believe. Sure. So everything is about balance. And obviously, you do not want to eat an inordinate amount of fat with an inordinate amount of carbs. So if you are going to have a higher fat meal, it is pretty important that it be a lower carb meal. But in general, it is the fats and things that are what is going to keep you full. And there is just no point to eating vegetables without fat because all of the vitamins in vegetables are fat soluble. If you ever notice that when you buy something like vitamin D, it comes in a golden liquid capsule because the only way that your body can absorb that vitamin D is by it being suspended in oil. So for one, most definitely fat is not your friend. I maintain a figure of what is generally considered an enviable size with a really high amount of it in my diet because I am very selective about the carbohydrates I eat and I choose root vegetables for the most part like beets or sweet potatoes over grains. So that's the number one on that. And it's still most people do eat grains and that's fine. You just don't want a huge plate of pasta with a little bit of chicken and vegetables. You want a big plate of chicken and vegetables with a little bit of pasta. In terms of sauces, 
If you are concerned about fat and calories, there are many options to just up the vegetable content of a sauce, and that is where the blender is your friend. Most Mm -hmm. sauces are not anymore just butter and cream, and there are so very many that are whole foods, easy to make, and keep well. And and so... I want to, so the blender thing is funny because I put, uh, actually it was an entire head of kale. I was talking, not paying enough attention into our spaghetti sauce the other night and it turned the sauce kind of green, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little too much kale there. The, you know, it tasted fine, but it uh, it does, you know, it obviously changed the color a little. My family's flexible, luckily, so they're not too picky. But that is super, that's a super simple way to get lots of vegetables, either very small chopped or pureed. Now, do you recommend people do that with cooked vegetables or at least mildly cooked vegetables so they're mushier or as raw workout just as well? Um, it's definitely something you want to do with cooked vegetables. And it is something where you can really expand the flavors of what you're eating through different vegetables. An example of that would be um, people tend to love Mexican food, but they don't really know what to make besides tacos. So something like chili verde, which is just meat cooked in a green sauce, you can make that green sauce out of tomatillos, which are readily available at grocery stores. Um, really roughly chopped with onions and garlic. You cook them down. No, if you don't want oil, none needed. Um, Basically, they turn themselves into mush and you throw that in a blender with a little bit of good oil, some fresh cilantro, salt and pepper to taste. You can always throw in a couple jalapenos if you like it spicy. And you have really a restaurant caliber, totally different kind of sauce. It'll keep in the fridge for a week. It'll keep in the freezer really well. And when you're ready to make dinner, you take out your piece of meat, you take out your vegetables, and you cook them in that sauce. Perfect. So I, you know, I'm a fan. I personally, I love sauces and dips. But again, I don't, uh, I don't do a lot with the, the flour, you know, the white white uh, no. gravy and dip that's, that we- <laughs> that's, um, that's where your vegetables will come in really handy because something like cauliflower, which is so neutral, you'll never know it's in anything and it's white, which makes it all the easier, can thicken up any thin vegetable-based or broth-based sauce really well in a blender and no one will ever know. Works great on icing too. My, whole, my son's entire uh, school had no idea that the the that we had to do cupcakes cause it's, you know, I'm mm-hmm. a mom and, and they had no idea that the carrots, carrots were in the cupcakes. The icing had cauliflower. I mean, it, it's still a cupcake. I'm not going to lie, but it's a heck of a lot better. Exactly. And any step in the right direction is a step in the right direction. If you think about what those kids would be eating for cupcakes instead, the fact that they had some cauliflower and carrots true too is pretty monumental. Yeah. If you're just joining us today on Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill, we're discussing getting kids to eat better foods with sauce and dips at at the moment anyway. We've been talking about all sorts of exciting ways that you can eat better foods and still taste great. All of this fabulous information from Chef Arian Resnick. Find more information at ariancooks.com. That's A-R-I-A-N-E cooks.com. Remember, you can hear this show or past episodes anywhere. That means you can listen while you're at the gym, driving around before bed anytime by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com, where you can also be one of the daily winners all month 
Enter at therightnutritionplan.com by clicking the giveaway link on the right-hand side. So if we make these type of great sauces, uh, you said put the chili verde in the refrigerator. Can sauces and dips like that, can those be frozen? Uh, Most of them can, yes. I didn't know that myself until one visit to my parents' house where my dad is um, diabetic. He has been for nearly 20 years. And my mom was incredibly prolific home cook and she's just not as into it anymore and she's not as into the new flavors of hey let's try moroccan food mm-hmm. and she had me make a white assortment of sauces for my dad that she froze individually for different meals for him and uses basically all the way in between each time i visit of several months so i was actually very surprised myself that something like pesto or a moroccan tagine sauce uh, called tremula which is made with preserved lemons and harissa and all kinds of really fun stuff. Um, they do. Sauces freeze really well. And when you're ready, you know, it's much easier if you decide the day before so that you just transition it from fridge to freezer to oven. But you can, you know, decide an hour beforehand, let it sit on the counter or put it in some hot water, provided it's the right kind of container. And even if you are talking just fridge, most sauces, things like pesto, for example, all you have to do um, to prevent it from browning is put it in a container and squeeze a lemon on top. You always want to take acidic ingredients that are already in the sauce rather than flavoring them with something entirely different because that will make for a strange combination. But provided you use something acidic that like vinegar or uh, citrus that's already in the sauce itself and you squeeze that on top to prevent browning. And something like that is good generally for about a week in the fridge. Well, and I like buying those smaller, I, I, they came out a few years ago, but they're smaller Tupperware type things or Rubbermaid. Uh, there's even some Pyrex ones that are, are more portion size. So they're perfect when I make um, mm-hmm. large batches, like you were talking about using your freezer again. But uh, the same thing with, with a lot of foods, you can portion them off. So if you know you're, you only need a cup or two cups or whatever it is for your recipe, portion them in those sizes. And then, it, I mean, it's so fast and easy that way. That's perfect. And one thing that I hear from people is, well, I don't want to make an extra two cups of this because I don't want to eat it right now. And that is, again, where the freezer comes in. Because, no, you don't need to eat it four days in a row, but you sure won't mind eating it again in a month. Right. And you're going to save so much time because you're already cooking and shopping for one meal. Might as well make two or three. Exactly. And you, the money extra that you spend now, you save later. So it balances out. I know. Well, you, you have all these fabulous ideas, and I'm sure we're just, you know, barely touching the, the surface of, of a, you know, giant iceberg of knowledge. Uh, where can listeners find more information like this? In terms of from me or in general? Uh-huh, from you. Yeah. Well, or both. Let's do both. Let's throw both out um, there. You know, it's so funny because often when people ask me things that I don't know the answer to, I just go to Google. And it sounds so base and so trite to tell people to Google things. But, you know, when you buy something and you think, I'm really going to want to eat this, and then it's three days in, it's been sitting in the fridge, and you just don't know what to do with it, if you just put that as a search term, you'll be amazed at what other people have done. Mm-hmm. And it really, it sounds so base and so trite, but it is honestly some of the best advice I can give is just look up what else can be done. Because often we're tired of things. We don't want more broccoli and carrots, but they're sitting in the fridge and we might not have thought to roast them so they get crispy. 
or we might not have thought to puree them into a sauce or a soup. And the internet just really is your number one place. So when can we expect a cookbook from you? Um, I am currently in the process of getting a cookbook deal with a publisher. So oh, good. So soon, is, we hope. Soon, hopefully. It is a longer and more arduous process than originally anticipated in terms of the fact that my proposal was initially done in January. It was decided later that it was not done in April by a literary agent. Um, It had a lot more to happen. And now I have spent the summer. um, Thankfully, when I was in New York recently, I did get to meet with um, some really amazing publishers. And we're in that process. And it is just a matter of who works out best for the concepts that will work for the most people to read. And every publisher is different in terms of how long they take. They range from we'll have it out in six months to we'll have it out in two years. So that is something that I am a bit still on the edge of my seat about at the moment. Oh, well, let's hope it's soon. We'll, we'll shoot for the six months. Let's not wait two years. So we, we, have, exactly. <laughs> we have to take a short break. We're talking with Chef Arian Resnick. Check out the website, ariancooks.com. It's A-R-I-A-N-E cooks.com. ariancooks.com for more information, great articles, healing foods, incredible recipes. Um, obviously, I, lo- I eat a lot of these foods, and I'm always finding something new to try on the website, ariancooks.com. You can stay connected with her on Facebook at Chef Arian Resnick or on Twitter at Arian Resnick. Catch this show as well as past episodes. Get all these tips if you need by downloading the free MP3 from iTunes or listen on the website. If you're interested in learning more about the three massive mistakes even smart moms make that keep them overweight, exhausted, and worried their pants won't fit and how to avoid those mistakes, grab an on online seat for my new webinar at therightnutritionplan.com. It's free also. We'll be back to continue this discussion about easy make-ahead cooking tips thanks to Chef Arian Resnick. You're listening to Eat Well to Live Well with me, your host, Kelly Hill. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Want to know the three biggest myths that keep you overweight? Well, now you can in Kelly Hill's free webinar. In just 40 minutes, you'll learn the three biggest nutrition myths that are keeping you overweight, feeling exhausted, and unable to reach your personal goals. The webinar is free, and you'll even get other great freebies that Kelly's clients use daily to reach their goals. It's easy. Visit therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar. That's therightnutritionplan.com slash webinar and sign up. 40 minutes that can change your life and help you find your optimal health. Sign up for the webinar and take the unprocessed challenge today to find the you that you know is there. Everything has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Sign up for Kelly's free webinar today. The slash webinar. That's the slash webinar. Here is your opportunity to create a vibrant new you. Join international radio talk show host Kelly Hill and women's natural health coach Michelle Greenman at the Vibrant New You Retreat. This retreat will empower you to make the changes you've been searching for and help lay in the foundation for living the life you want to live, the Vibrant You. Located at the beautiful Ashland Springs Resort in Ashland, Oregon, this retreat will help you create a vibrant life by first constructing your perfect plan and setting your vision and creating accountability for yourself. Kelly and Michelle will help you conquer negative self-talk, find positive motivation, and teach you how to create more vibrancy in your life. 
The Lithia Ashland Springs Resort offers its guests free breakfast each morning, natural mineral waters with soaking tubs, and so much more. For more information about the vibrant new you retreat, visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreat. This wonderful opportunity is only offered to a limited number of people. So visit therightnutritionplan.com slash retreats to reserve your seat today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're tuned in to Eat Well to Live Well with your host, Kelly Hill. You can connect with the show by emailing Kelly at eatwelltolivewell at therightnutritionplan.com. Follow Kelly on Twitter at The Right Plan. Now back to Kelly Hill. Welcome back as we continue at Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. I'm your host, Kelly Hill. Today, we've been talking about easy make-ahead cooking tips thanks to Chef Arian Resnick. Visit the website, ariancooks.com. That's A-R-I-A-N-E cooks.com. To learn more, try great recipes. There's an interesting spot about healing foods and nutritional basics and so much more. It's a website packed full of content and fun. Take a look at ariancooks.com or connect on Facebook at Chef Arian Resnick or on Twitter at Arian Resnick. Remember, you can be one of the lucky winners who receive free gifts every single day this month. Enter to win at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click on the giveaway link on the right-hand side, or sign up for free weekly nutrition tips sent right to your inbox. Next week, we'll be announcing our new sponsor, and I have to tell you, you're going to love this one, Motivational Chocolates. Yes, organic, decadent chocolate with a positive affirmation, a motivational moment on the very top of it. I so love these. All my live workshop participants are getting some of these. They're just, they're fun and and decadent all at the same time. And we'll be giving them away next month. So let's get back to fun food with Chef uh, Arian Resnick. Now on your website, ariancooks.com, you posted Mm -hmm. a recipe, magic mocha chip ice cream, which uh, truly, truly, although I told my husband about this, he was like, we're going to try what? Cause um, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to try it, but it's dairy free using sweet potato and avocado. And so I just have to say, are you serious? You know, my sweet potato ice cream made men's fitness. So people are into this. <laughs> it is so miraculous. You would be amazed at what you can make ice cream out of. Um, it's, and what you can do with sweet potatoes. Uh, orange sweet potatoes are a little bit more limited because of color, but a white sweet potato works like for sweet recipes the same way that cauliflower works for savory recipes. And I am so into food magic where people just have no idea what in the world they're eating. And I am so not joking. You roast a white sweet potato and you throw it in the blender with some coconut milk and uh, stevia or honey or whatever you use to sweeten, you have vanilla pudding that is incomparable. And if you throw it in the ice cream maker, you have ice cream that no one knows is not the real thing. Well, I, I told him we're trying it. Um, <laughs> he kind of laughed at me. I'm like, oh, no, that's posted. We got to try this one. So um, uh, I'll, I'll definitely let you know how that comes out. I'm, I, I have to admit, I'm a little nervous on it, but I'm excited to try it all at the same time. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things that I happen to have sitting in the fridge 
And I had made ice cream out of avocados, which was a natural migration from chocolate pudding out of avocados, which has been a raw food thing for a while, um, a good number of years. And basically, I just decided one time to freeze my chocolate pudding recipe, and it made a really incredible ice cream. I happened to have a sweet potato in the fridge one time when I was doing that, thought, eh, let's throw that in. Why not? And I really loved what it did. And I've actually migrated now away from the avocado just because I personally eat so many of them and into the sweet potato for ice cream because it is this just gorgeous white neutral base. It's sweet and it's creamy and it doesn't take a lot added to it to make an amazing dessert. And I know it sounds really strange. It does sound strange. I can't wait to try it, though, because I love sweet potatoes pretty much anyway. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be wonderful. But we'll see what I, if I can get it past the family. Since we're, you know, we're in the end of October, we're coming up on Halloween in, in just a few days. How do you suggest families avoid all the processed junk foods that you know, still seem to and still enjoy the season, though? Sure. So there, is, there are plenty of desserts you can make that really the worst thing you're eating is the sugar involved in them, and you can control that yourself or go the easier route. But my number one suggestion for something like Halloween in terms of the easiest possible solution is you buy a ton of chocolate chips, you melt the chocolate down, and you just chocolate cover everything. (laughs) That will live happily in your fridge, whether it's nuts, fruit, cereal, whatever it is. You make a huge array of treats. And when the kids want individual chocolatey items, there they are. They taste just as good. You know what's in them. And something like chocolate chips, if you want to go one step further, that's awesome. Make your own chocolate to melt. Even better. But do I expect people to actually do that? Most definitely not. The only thing I really expect of people or ask of people is, you know, at least buy organic chocolate that's been fairly traded because eating slave labor is just not a good time. So beyond that, there's nothing wrong with chocolate. You're going to be eating it in Halloween season anyway, whether it's nuts, dried fruit, a combination of the two, cereal, whatever sounds good. You dip in chocolate, you let it dry on a rack, and you throw it in a huge Tupperware in the fridge if it's not stuff that sits out easily self-stable. If it is, you just keep it on the counter. And when your kids want treats, there's lots of different shapes, lots of different sizes. It's something that they can very much help make themselves. And really, maybe an hour of total time between melting the chocolate and dipping everything and letting it cool and then putting it away. And you have weeks worth of treats that make your kids feel like they're part of the candy season. I think, well, my son still trick or treats, but he doesn't, we don't allow a lot of those foods. And so I think I'm going to try that this year and just trade him in so he can pick out one or two of his favorites because uh, I don't want him to be, you know, like me at 18 and just finding Reese's. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, cause that, that causes some other issues sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I think I'm going to try that. I'm going to let him trade one or two out that you know, what keep one or two that he really wants and trade the rest out. And then um, there you go. He and can have he can still have it. 
they still get the sweet treats. And if you want to take it one step further, if you have an extra half hour or so and you get a food quality, you know, wrapping paper or little baggies, you can individually wrap everything so they don't know what they're eating. And often that's part of the fun. What we're often seeking to recreate is not just foods, but experiences. And for a kid, the act of, oh, I wonder what's in here and I wonder what this is going to taste like is a big part of it. So when your kid comes home from trick-or-treating, if you have a really cute bag like his trick-or-treating bag full of individually wrapped fun items, he's going to care so much less about the bag he came home with because he has the experience of going door-to-door and doing his costume thing. And then he's going to have the experience of unwrapping his treats and having stuff that tastes good. And that's what he's looking for. I love it. Okay, folks, you have some fabulous tips today. We've really dug into how to use these nutrient-dense whole foods in a way that could never have accomplished figuring out myself. And thankfully, Chef Arian Resnick was here to help us out. Check out ariancooks.com to learn more information. Try these amazing recipes and take real foods to a whole new level. Keep up with everything that's happening with her on Facebook at Chef Arian Resnick or on Twitter at Arian Resnick. There we're, I'm sure, going to hear when the the cookbook comes out this was just an amazing show for everyone interested in easy healthy and tasty recipes and yes i'm trying the magic mocha chip ice cream and i'll report back but even though it sounds weird i will bet money that it's going to rock my world thank you so much for joining us today arian and helping to explain some of these easy steps people can take right now to improve their health and speed up their preparation time thank you so much Thank you. Don't forget, folks, to enter this month's daily giveaway. You can get more information at therightnutritionplan.com. Just click on the giveaway links on the right-hand side. While you're there, enter this month's this, the free webinar that's coming up, Three Massive Mistakes Even Smart Moms Make that Keep Them Overweight, Exhausted, and Worried Their Pants Won't Fit, and How to Avoid Those Mistakes. Uh, you can also sign up for free weekly nutrition tips sent right to your email inbox. It's all free at therightnutritionplan.com. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, you need to rehear these great tips. Download the free MP3 at iTunes or listen on my website, therightnutritionplan.com. Constantly lots of great stuff on the website, recipes, articles, videos, giveaways. Take a look and get the information you need and want. It's all at therightnutritionplan.com. Next week, we'll discuss how there's more than one way to be motivated by chocolate and, of course, announce our new giveaway. Until then, remember, when you eat well, you live well. So join me every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. See you next week. Thank you for being a part of our show today. Live Well to Eat Well with Kelly Hill. You can listen to the program live every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Everything you eat has a purpose and a plan. Make it your purpose and the right plan. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.